Hi everyone, it's Adam from Monkey Tennis here, just saying a huge thank you to all of you that have supported my charity appeal uh, so far. For those that haven't heard about it, this September I'm going to be swimming uh, 15 kilometres uh, between five islands in Cornwall. Uh, I'll be swimming the Isles of Scilly, that's Scilly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. Um, I'm doing it because I want to, but also to raise money for Calm, the campaign against living miserably. It's a well-known statistic that 125 people in the UK die by suicide every week, and Calm run a free and confidential helpline for people to speak through their problems and ultimately to help prevent suicides. Um, I'm looking to raise enough money to train two new phone workers um, to man those lines um, and I'll be doing it by swimming the Isles of Scilly in Cornwall. Um, if you're looking to support me, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com. Um, just go there and search for Adam Swim Silly. That's Adam Swim Silly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. All donations greatly appreciated. Thank you for helping me to support Calm. And now, on with monkey tennis. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Monkey tennis. Damn! Monkey tennis. Monkey tennis? Go to London. I guarantee you'll either be mugged or not appreciated. Monkey tennis? Damn! Monkey tennis? Uh, on the whole, a very good effort. Seven on ten. It's hotter than the sun. Back of the net. Monkey tennis? Hello and welcome to Monkey Tennis, back once again with the Norwich Broadcaster. We're here podcasting Partridge to the People. I'm Adam Brooks and I'm joined as ever by Tom Dark, <sighs> Nick Older, <coughs> and Tom Stab. Do you want some more glitter? for those of you that don't already know on monkey tennis we dissect and celebrate alan partridge in all his many forms across books radio film and beyond Um, before we get into the main business of discussing alan's origins on on the hour and the day-to-day we wanted to just throw out this surprise mini episode where we go through some uh, recent correspondence emails phone messages we don't have a phone message there have been no phone messages i can't stress that it would be ringing off the hook if there was though surely oh eight hundred partridge goes to a deadline trust (laughs) I've tried. Um, So, yeah, we wanted to go through a little bit of communication that we haven't had a chance to get around to yet. Starting with some feedback about Alpha Papa. Obviously, uh, one of the most recent things we did was our live Alpha Papa two-part special at the Prince Charles Cinema uh, at the end of 2016. Um, So... 
You had to think about the year then, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell there was the a year. slight pause I'm there. very confused 20... about what's happening. <laughs> what uh, year is it? So somebody's written to us saying, uh, all right, fellas, just finished the second Alpha Papa podcast and loved it as much as I loved the first two series. Thank you very much. a lot. Thank you. Long time fan from the city of Allen, born bred, he spelled bread, B-R-E-A-D, <laughs> which has. if anything is probably evidence that he is from Norwich, uh, live and work in Norwich. And was do even do slag the, off the fans, yeah, Adam. I was, say, <laughs> was even at the proper premiere of Alpha Papa in Anglia Square before the Leicester Square thingy. Uh, don't downplay the Leicester Square podcast. It was very important and three of us went to it. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple of extra facts for you, he says. The newsreader used to report just who is Alan Partridge in the film is Stuart White, the presenter of Look East, and he broadcasts from the forum, uh, the building opposite the police station in the film. Uh, also, the road at the beginning where Alan is singing to Cuddly Toy, that wonderful uh, Roachford classic, is nowhere near Norwich, but the roundabout he turns off on the beginning is Bowthorpe in Norwich. He says, if you're in Norwich, mine's a pint. Thank you very much for that contribution. I won't be going to Norwich. Buy your own drinks. Yeah, so basically we're providing <laughs> him with loads of premium content, premium chat content, and now he wants us to go and buy him a pint. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, we are using his correspondence content to uh, <laughs> yeah, begin this podcast. And also so. what's happened is I've copied and pasted that and I've forgotten to put his name on, so oh. sorry about that, mate. <laughs> But the ultimate insult. That is at Tom Dark on Twitter. Please do get in touch. Okay. I now throw yeah. to Tom Dark with an important question about Alan's son. Uh, yes. So we have been sent a question by Mike Fraser on Twitter. Mike says this. I'd like to know your thoughts on a spin-off of where we follow Fernando. After all, we all slowly turn into our fathers. Also, who would you cast to play Fernando? Many thanks. Good question. So it's a Fernando spin-off show. Let's start with who's playing him and then our thoughts on how that show could, could develop. I feel like Simon Bird again could be a good show. Now, that's interesting because mm. I, w- I was going to go with Tom Rosenthal, the other, uh, yes. the, other, the, other one. the other one from Friday Night Dinner. I think he would make a good Fernando. Yeah. You need someone who starts off cooler than Alan, but grad- has the ability to gradually become more and more like him. What about... Who's the, uh, the other one from the Inbetweeners? But maybe Neil? Is his name Neil? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. could do it. Blake thingy. Yep. He could do it. Blake thingy. (laughs) Adam? Oh, it's tough because you've got to think of someone who's distinct from just a young partridge. I'm struggling to think outside the in-betweeners box. (laughs) (laughs) It feels very lazy of me. Default to in-betweeners. Oh, actually, perhaps... um, Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's the uh, the chap who was the lead in Submarine, Richard A. Oh, yeah, that's good. He'd be good. Yeah, Yeah, I can imagine him being being a convincing Fernando. I actually think it'd be quite good, but obviously this wouldn't really work unless it's a kind of alternative universe storyline. But I think Stephen Mangan would actually be quite good. But obviously he's already been Dan in Iron Man Partridge. Yeah. I just feel like he's got the right kind of physical characteristics for it. As an adult Fernando. Yeah. Yeah. And how would it work as a series? I quite like the idea of a running gag throughout the series that you never see or meet Alan Partridge, but he's constantly trying to get in contact (laughs) with Fernando. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Is he plagued by his past essentially? And he's trying to move away from it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Exactly. He's avoiding phone calls. He's uh, not opening mail. All that that sort of stuff. It's a bit like um, I don't know, like Better Call Saul, where like you're waiting for um Walter White to appear. The spectre of Alan is always there, but never <laughs> yeah. actually appears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looms large. Yeah. So you, there, there's a massive character that's associated, but they're never actually featured. Like he yeah. finds Toblerone rappers outside his front door, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he's listening to the radio and they're about to throw over to Alan and he switches it off. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think do you think um Fernando would just be infinitely cooler than Alan is as well? So he's probably got a oh, very immediately know. successful life. I think I think a slow burn transition where he starts much cooler but gradually become you know so he does morph into alan basically taking the breaking bad analogy he's Mm. he it's like a reverse he starts as cool as he get as he can be and then he gradually turns into remember he does spend his saturday afternoons in bed with a woman so he's he's wasting his life (laughs) (laughs) what about denise do you think we'd see any of denise no 
they don't talk. Denise. I was going to say yes, yeah. but Adam said no. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Denise, Denise is barely acknowledged by Alan. So <laughs> I don't think we even have enough information about her to, to a, gather. That's a, a fair point. A good point. Very, yeah. nice. Very good. I like that. Commission. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Uh, you are commissioned. There we go. <laughs> you can <laughs> find the bell. Got trouble finding the bell then. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, next up, we've got a question from Matt Reed. He says, "Just noticed something about I'm Alan Partridge series two. Episode five title sequences don't uh, have any effects on it, whereas others do. So we've shared a link on the uh, social uh, pages for you to have a look at, so you can see uh, what we've seen. Uh, and essentially, uh, what you've got is two videos. One shows the DVD menu intro sequence, and the second video is the intro sequence that you see on uh, Netflix. And there's an interesting distinction between. Yeah, the I two. mean, actually, a couple of people have been in touch about that. So I think it's yeah, episode episode five. So. If you have the DVD version, that's the normal introduction. It has effects on it. It has titles on it. And it seems that um, Dave, the TV channel, and Netflix have an alternate version where there are no special effects or uh, titles on the intro to that episode. For so, a second, I thought you were going to call out someone from the credits. Dave has made a massive balls up on this. <laughs> <and> missed <laughs> all the Smith effects. Has, <laughs> no, I, so, but I think just looking at that, I just think there's clearly been a production error. They, they've been given the I wrong version say, of the master. Shall we wildly basically. speculate as to why? I wondered if it might be is something it, to do with writing credits. Like, is there an issue with someone being credited that has no, been well, taken it, it off? It looks or? to me that it's simply, it's the version that hasn't had any post-production on. So there's just been a they've fuck ju- up at the mastering house. They've, they've delivered the wrong version. Yeah, I think so. Because also you've got the um, the bit where Alan's in the chair at the end when he says, that was it, the women, oh, yeah, men... Arms. Big, big beards, and that's, that's just, just the, the men. men women. women, that's the one. Because um, there's even a blue screen around him there as well. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's intended for broadcast. Very Alan, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, uh, James Hothersall and Matt Reed for sending us that. Uh, yeah. Next correspondent. A couple of people got in touch actually. Uh, Graham Smith and I'm sorry if I'm about to butcher your name. Radovo Drushka. Sounds right to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with it. Um, we talked a little bit in uh, series two about um, the scribblings on Sonia's notebook. We well, it's, it's cut out lettering, isn't it? I think so. She's sorry, yeah, you're right. From a magazine, yeah, or yeah. Um, and and what was said on there, um, what the words were, and um, a couple of people pointed out that it's actually the the, the bit that we discussed specifically is actually Sonia's name in uh, Cyrillic. So obviously she's uh, cut out the letters to spell her own name in her own language and stuck them on. So so she's so her technically the cover of her notebook says Sonia Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's her name do we ever find out what her surname is no no, no. we don't so maybe <laughs> her name was Sonia so Sonia like <laughs> but yeah it, it, it basically it's, it's been decorated like she's a 13 year old schoolgirl, isn't it so that's kind of thing yep. just put your name on it so and an alien and, judge and a, an alien judge and a picture of a Furby and various <laughs> various assorted 90s paraphernalia yeah so thank you for the both of you who got in touch to, uh, to, to, to correct us on that and point that out a few people got in touch with uh, just one liner general observations uh, James Hart is in Consistent. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, he has messaged us more than once about this. He's yeah, used in, caps. in all caps. I think he's bolded something as well. No, um, that was me. That basically, was my basically claiming that uh, Alan doesn't wear a polo neck; he wears a turtleneck. Uh, now, I, I've taken to Google about this, Ooh, uh, so we thankfully we're getting it right according to the internet. So, uh, James, it turns out a turtleneck is the American term; a polo neck is the English term. So, you we like are, American things. You James. like American things. 
we are not bang wrong. You Thank are text. Thank you very much. Yeah. You are text. You are text. text. We, we are Alan. <laughs> Thanks also to Dan Colin. Waite. Got in touch to let us know that the actor who plays uh, Lynn's boyfriend, Gordon, uh, also plays the farmer in With Oh, that's and I. pretty good, actually. Yeah. I like that. That is a yeah. good bit Are you the farmer? <laughs> like I can't believe we missed mistake. that. I love that film. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alex Taylor was in touch to say, my granddad had one of the email phones you see in Alan Partridge. It was awful. <laughs> Thanks for that, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, Chaz Nuki Burden uh, took... Serious exception with whoever, whichever one of us voted the Bono episode as the best episode of season two. Who was that? It I might, have, I it might have been it, me, actually. Yeah, I think it that was me. you. I, I think you made a massive error on I'll, calling I'll, that as your favourite. I'll bloody stand by it. <laughs> Bono? Uh, can, can we quote Chaz directly here? I love your pod and all who sail in her, but to the guy who voted the Bono episode is the best <laughs> of season two, get out. Sorry, Adam, you've got to leave. <laughs> bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, Chaz, Chaz is basically us. Yeah, we've written Thanks, Chaz. Uh, Carl Turner got in touch to say that Foster's menswear was his biggest top shop. Yes. Oh, be real. Yeah, come, come on. on. He, he does also say it was shit, though. <laughs> no one then, said it was good. No. Uh, he also said he's eaten in the BBC canteen around 1992. He sat next to the man who played Pete Beale in EastEnders, and it did look exactly like the restaurant in which Alan met Tony Hares, except it was more a canteen, less like a restaurant. Decor was the same, though. <laughs> Thanks for that. Attention to detail. Very good. That's great. Uh, Chris Job on Facebook said, here's the biggest continuity error from series one the travel tavern is in linton obviously lynn is based near norwich over an hour between the two places it's over an hour to where they stole the traffic cone i could go on but, but he doesn't uh, <laughs> but he yeah. feel free I, I feel actually, free to go on arguably, Chris. that's not a continuity error that's no. just they decided they wanted to travel that far to steal yeah. the traffic cone yeah. who knows I, yeah, exactly. Uh, and finally, Richard Dobson drops the bombshell that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this we, is big. This is good. Big. When we asked about the price of a man-sized beefeater bear, which uh, Sonia buys Alan uh, in Series 2 of Iron Man and Partridge, uh, he says, the price of a man-sized bear came up on the pod a week or two ago. You can get a Harrods bear at Gatwick for the bargain-tastic price of just £1,583. That's a huge <laughs> discount from the £1,900 recommended retail price. Hurry, 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 while stocks linger. I'm just, I'm <laughs> I'm just that is do, excellent. I'm just going to do some quick maths. 1,583 divided by Jed. Are you in on this? Yeah, yeah. Jed's in. Jed's okay, that's his one word used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, £316.60p each. So Absolute if we all club bargain. together. Yeah, I think I'm good for that. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, Lovely. brilliant. Done. Thanks, Richard. Now over to Tom Dark for Michael Mystery. As we've chosen to call it. So um, Ali Weir on Facebook got in touch uh, just saying, who is the man that walks out of Michael's house when Alan has his cup of beans? Now, we don't know the answer to this either, but we have been sent uh, a piece of correspondence from John LeCain, uh, and he has a theory. This is probably my favourite bit of speculation that we've had so far. It's on, quite in-depth, isn't it? It's very well thought out. John LeCain, we appreciate your uh, your Efforts. rigour in trying to figure <laughs> yes, this out. And I will now uh, attempt to read out the email and probably fumble over the words. So, John says, I'm writing in response to your invitation to speculate regarding Michael's home life from the last episode of your excellent podcast. Not my words, John's words. <laughs> uh, I'm delighted to have a chance to chip in my personal bit of partridge world building. When Michael says there's a spoon in his bathroom, but he's nay need for it, my immediate assumption was that it was there to cook up heroin. So the burly biker we see leaving is likely to be a junkie housemate. Or maybe Michael even runs a sort of shooting gallery where the desperate can come in and nod out in peace. We know that Michael's not fussy about his companions, vis-a-vis uh, -vis Alan, his girlfriend, etc., um, but that he does really enjoy company. I think this idea neatly explains his spoon and the human traffic through his house, but maybe that's way too dark even for Partridge. What do you think? 
So, what do we think? Thanks, I think John. Some of the troubles you've seen Michael go through make me think it's not too dark for Partridge. I think there is a danger that he's overthought it. But I mean, <laughs> there, there, yeah, there is that. But then none of us around this table are really in a position to criticise <laughs> overthinking. Very Partridge. good point. Yes, yeah. um, I like it. I think I think it's possible. The only thing I would say is that the guy the guy who leaves the burly biker looks a little bit too uh, too built too to be, burly uh, to, to be, be a heroin addict. Heroin addict. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I, I would just assume the whole point being Michael's got some quite unsavoury housemates and they're probably not really close at all, which is why there's no kind of conversation or interaction between them when he leaves the flat. Yeah. It says a lot about John that he says that his immediate thoughts was that he was there to cook up heroin. <laughs> That's his default. It's a spoon. It must be used for heroin. I think I think probably it's more likely Michael says there's no need for him to use a spoon because he's developed some sort of eating system that just uses his hands and his face. Well, the sausage. The sausage. Oh, the sausage. Yeah, of course. <laughs> How could you forget? There you go. Um, but Can't no, it's, cook it's heroin a... in a sausage. Not that I've tried. <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, it's it's an interesting theory, and we don't know the answer, so could could be correct. The mystery continues. It, Thanks, it really John. is a mystery. Okay, next up we have an email from Tom Billington, and he says, "Do you think Alan Partridge is partially based on Jimmy Savile? Jimmy Savile was a DJ, had a dedicated female PA for twenty plus years, was seemingly asexual at the time." wore short-running shorts, safari-type jackets, and was a bit eccentric. Basing Partridge on Savile was probably more tasteful when it was originally made. What do we think? Ooh, well, I mean, that, that's, it, it does sound quite controversial. I think we should tread carefully. Idea now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's feasible, because I think there are elements of kind of very cheesy uh, kind of Radio 1 personalities mm. in, in Alan's character. I mean, Jimmy was successful. Which Alan wasn't. Unlike Alan. Unlike Alan. Unlike Alan at the time. Yeah, I'm Jimmy very... Savile doesn't have his own podcast, though. Yeah, no, true. Not anymore. Jed will probably yeah. start one. No. Yeah, he's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, think, I, I think it's plausible, Alan, but I think it's... I think there's, to... there's a sliver of Savile in there, isn't there? But but the dominant the dominant makeup of Alan's DNA is Edmunds, you know. It's, it's yeah. Edmunds and kind of Mike Reed and people yeah, like that, yeah. isn't it's it? It's Eamon Holmes, it's Dave Lee Travis. There's, all, there's also quite a lot of Terry Wogan, but we'll, uh, we'll be discussing that in the next episode. Deep Wogan. Deep Wogan. <laughs> So we're saying yes, but we don't want to doubt. Yes, but sort of no. I think it's (laughs) (laughs) there's your your conclusive answer to the question. Thank you very much. Uh, Next up is an email from Andy Kidd. Now he says, "Enjoying the podcast, of course you are." Uh, I heard (laughs) (laughs) I heard you musing on uh, text calling Alan Colin. I can shed some light on this. Truckfest is, as we mentioned, a real thing. It's uh, quite a big show, to be fair, he says. The owner is called Colin Ward. Tech says Colin was a heads-up to Colin Ward for allowing the name to be used. I know this because I was friends with his son, Adam. We were in the sixth form at the time, and I remember him telling me. I don't know them anymore, but I'm sure they can be tracked down to confirm or deny this. <laughs> I won't be tracking them down to is confirm Is he challenging us it? to track them down? Yeah. yeah. And do you know what my response to that is? Bullshit. I don't, actually, I don't believe that for a second. On the notes, your exact <laughs> feedback on this is chinny reckon. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that just seems like yes. quite a lot of um, effort for a production team to go to. to do, like, they wouldn't need permission to just mention the name of a festival that exists. That's just nonsense. We don't have that, to. It's not saying they're asking me, permission, are that they? That smacks to me. Yeah, it is. Uh, allowing the name to be used. All right. What okay, I would say okay, to sorry. you, Andy Kid, is you say, I'm sure they can be tracked down to confirm or deny this. Track them down then. Yeah. yeah. Well, why haven't you done that? Get, get, We're back waiting. T- get back in touch and let us know. I just know. think to me that is like somebody at school saying, oh yeah, my dad knows so-and-so. It's, it's bollocks. But thank, thanks for enjoying the podcast, Andy. We do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, do, <laughs> do carry on, like, do carry on listening. Just, yeah. So moving on, I've got a uh, much shorter piece of correspondence here from uh, Jamie Slough on Facebook. He says... 
Do you think when Alan says he's on a six-figure income, he's actually just including the pence? Nice, I like it. I like we, I like we've that. speculated. That made me chuckle. Yeah, we speculated a lot about Alan's so, income. Jamie, we're saying yes and thanks. Okay, um, and uh, a couple of things that we wanted to mention that we'll be sharing on our social pages. Um, a couple of you have sent in some rather humorous pictures. Uh, first up is one from Ross is on fire. Ooh, that's very nice, isn't an, it? An Alexis fan. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Ross, uh, who's possibly on fire, has sent uh, a picture. <laughs> Let's hope he's been put out. Uh, a picture of a, a, a is that a, it's a mug? It's a pint mug uh, filled with uh, beer. Are you kidding? What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that's what? a fucking tattoo on his leg. You <laughs> absolute twat! <laughs> the way it was a pint of beer. <laughs> a wow. A pint mug full of milk and human hair. <laughs> no, I thought. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> I genuinely. Thought that, that was a point glass. Was... Oh. If anyone would like to donate Nick's eyes, please, do, please get in touch. Okay, we will share the picture that we were sent, and I would like to stress. And when we post it, we should put we're it. We're not putting this bit out. Yeah, yeah, yes, we are. It was. It, it's in monochrome, so it's been given monochrome. to me. You may, you may, you may know that as black I've, and white printing. I, for one, look forward to the results of a poll that just consists of this photo and the word. Tattoo or pint. <laughs> okay, well, it's, it's easy for easy for you can see why I thought oh, you can see oh, why I thought, I mean, can't. There is clearly a sock there and human hair there. <laughs> so this is this, this is amazing. This when you man, see this picture, this 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 man Ross, not only is he on fire, he's paid and gone under the pain oh. of having an Adam Partridge tattoo, and then he sent it to us, and then the, you, only, credit, the only credit the only credit you've given him is to f- by f- for finding a novelty pint glass <laughs> my stomach <laughs> hurts oh, oh, Dave sorry, Clifton Ross. is speechless I'm really sorry Ross um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah it's I, it's, it's a nice do, you know what Sh- shall I explain what it is because I don't think please you can do see. please do take so over Ross <laughs> sent, so we, we were talking about um, people that have oh. Alan themed tattoos on the last uh, last series so Ross sent us a tattoo were we talking about people that had commemorative pint glasses <laughs> <laughs> no but no, maybe no. we should do that another oh, yeah, time sure. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah. Ross on Twitter sent us. He has the tattoo of the Alan Partridge blazer badge on the back of his calf, on his leg, and it's pretty massive. And it's in full color, and it's magnificent. But you're also mental. Yeah. Well done, Ross. And it looks nothing. Like uh, Nick, glass. would you like to describe the other great picture we've been seeing? Uh, or I'm do not, you have no I'm idea? I'm not comfortable in uh, commenting on what it is, so maybe someone should else. It looks uh, like a giraffe. Yeah, yeah, to someone me. else should take over. <laughs> yeah, and another picture sent in by Jay Frost. Uh, he has got a, done a rather fantastic job of dressing up uh, in the way that Alan dresses as a zombie. So he's a got type a type of zombie. A type of zombie. Sorry, the shower curtains. By their nature, they're inconsistent. Uh, yeah, the shower caps there. It looks like he's got, he's got some kind of screws. I'm, assu- I'm assuming they're tungsten tungsten tip screws. I mean, it, uh, look, it looks. Very very, like a very faithful rendition. It's so very good, yeah. isn't it? Good. It's right good. down yeah. to the plug as, hit, as yes. the zombies flecks of metal. metal. Yeah, and he's yeah. got flakes of skin as well on there. If you look closely, yeah, he's yeah, he's done a good job. Well Great done, work, Jay. Jay. Good work. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll pop those up on the our Facebook and our Twitter, and uh, you can see for yourself and see why we've had a good laugh about that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yep. So before we go, I thought it'd be nice to uh, play a little Alan quiz uh, with my co-hosts here. Are you up for that? Oh, I love always. a quiz. Yeah, okay. always, always a quiz. So this is a quiz I call Partridge Among the Pixels. Um, basically, Ooh. I've looked at Google Trends uh, ba- across across the, uh, the <laughs> year. Where's this going? Oh, I really don't know where this is going. looked at Google Trends across the year of 2016 worldwide. Basically, Google Trends, for those of you that don't know, is where you can put in search terms and find out if a search term was more popular than other search terms. Okay, so yeah. what I've done is I've put in Alan Partridge as a search term, bearing in mind it's a worldwide audience and it's over the last 12 months. I am going to go through a list of other search terms that I compared it to and I want you to tell me which was the more popular, Alan Partridge or the other <laughs> search term. Ah, <laughs> nice. Okay. I like I it. Like it. Yeah. All of you need to confer and give me uh, one solid answer and then I will uh, ping the bell if you're right and uh, admonish you. Okay. If you're wrong. So basically higher or lower? But it's sort of higher or lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except that they don't lead on from one another, okay, if that right. makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So, which of these was more popular? Worldwide search results, Google Trends, last 12 months. Alan Partridge or Noel Edmonds? Ooh. Oh, I, I feel oh. like... Has Edmonds been in the news? Well, yeah, say, yeah, because yeah, 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 there was all that stuff about him claiming he invented some machine that cured cancer and loads of nonsense like that. Allegedly. Was that last year? Yeah. All right, yeah, should we go yeah. with Edmonds then? So is the time period the whole of last year? It's the last 12 months. Also, Deal or No Deal finished last year as well, didn't it? So he might have been in the news for that. Or I'm veering towards Edmonds. We've probably got to m- yeah, move yeah. along. Okay. There, there are 20 yep. of these. So. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Edmonds? Okay. Edmonds. Yep. So you think Edmonds was uh, more popular than Alan Partridge? Yep. Yes. You're bang wrong. Oh. Alan wins. Wow. Uh, well, well done, Alan. On, continuing on the Noel theme, Noel Gallagher. Oh, Gallagher's got to be higher. Yeah. Gallagher, yeah. Sure. yeah. Gallagher. Gallagher. Gallagher is higher. Yes. Uh, chocolate oranges. <laughs> Alan, I'm Alan, Alan. Alan, Alan, yeah. Alan is higher than chocolate yes. oranges. Knowing me, knowing you. Alan. Alan. It is a popular yes. Abba song in its oh, own right. Don't oh, right. Ooh, Alan. I Alan. still think Alan. Alan. Correct. Yes. Alan is more popular. That's three out of four. Alan Partridge or Steve Coogan? Ooh. <laughs> Coogan? I don't know, mm, actually. Don't know. Has he been Coogan? in the news? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be tempted to go Partridge. 
I'm going to have to push you. Okay. Uh, Partridge. Partridge. Okay. Partridge. Correct. Yes. yes. Alan beat Steve. Alan Partridge or second series? <laughs> <laughs> Alan second series. Second series. Yeah. Second oh, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've got yeah, the Netflix. Of course, of course, yeah. course, course, course. Yes. Second series is more popular. Good logic. Yeah. Alan Partridge or Norwich? Norwich. 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 Correct. Norwich is higher. Alan losing the battle here. Alan Partridge <laughs> or £9,500 with the pound sign? £9,500? Uh, th- Partridge. Pa- uh, Partridge. Oh, Nick is unsure. <laughs> was, I feel like he was reaching for the bell, so I can say Partridge. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Partridge. <laughs> Good uh, technique, I like that. Alan Partridge or Bono? Bono. 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 Well, you are right, but if you were looking at UK searches alone rather than worldwide, Alan Partridge is actually more searched for than Bono. Wow. Good uh, to know. Good fact. Alan Partridge or Bill Oddie? Partridge. 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 Correct. We are nailing this, guys. <laughs> On the comedy front, Alan Partridge or Mrs. Brown? Oh, Brown. Mrs. Brown. Brown. Incorrect. Oh, oh good. Alan, yeah. I'm very pleased good. we got that wrong. Good. <laughs> Alan Partridge or Chocolate Moose? <laughs> <laughs> People uh, probably Googling moose, moose recipes. Yeah, Chocolate Moose. Yeah, maybe Chocolate Moose. Yeah, yeah Moose. Yeah, moose. Correct. Alan Partridge or Static Caravan? <laughs> oh. Could be Static Caravan. Well, I think Caravan. That's quite it's a... Got, yeah. Come on, on then. Caravan. Caravan. Correct. <laughs> the Caravan beats Alan. Alan Partridge or Nomad? Ooh. People would type Partridge I think book, a lot of they? the Partridge searches are going to be Nomad related. Yeah, but they're probably going to say he... new Partridge book or new Alan Partridge book or something. Because they... Yeah. Well, look, we're going to have to clarify with the host here. Mm-hmm. Um, would this... If somebody searches Alan Partridge Nomad as they're in those three words in Google, <laughs> what what does that go? I I presume that would be a point for either side. Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm going. I would Partridge. go Nomad personally. Ooh, split. Nick gets the deciding vote. I'm gonna go uh, Alan Partridge. Incorrect. Ah. Nomad is more popular. Alan Partridge or Monkey Tennis? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, this could be a big blow to the ego, go, couldn't go it? Go for the ego boost and say <laughs> monkey tennis. It's got to be monkey tennis, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, it's yeah. got to yeah, be yeah, monkey yeah. tennis. You're bang wrong. <laughs> Obviously Adam. not. Alan Partridge. It's not Adam's fault, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's people it's of the, the world. It's people of the world. <laughs> Alan Partridge or Rob Brydon? Ooh. Alan Partridge. 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 Correct. Yeah. Alan Partridge or Chat Show? Chat Show. <laughs> chat, chat Show. Incorrect. Oh. Alan Partridge oh. is a more popular search term. Okay. Well done, Alan. And finally in the quiz... Alan Partridge or Michael Parkinson? Oh, Park Park. Mm. Although he's been a bit inactive recently. Partridge. Yeah, let's go. Partridge had the book. Partridge. Okay, Partridge. Correct. End on a high. Right, Tom has been tossing tossing up up the scores. scores. How how many were there again? 20. (laughs) Okay, so. So About 20. We got 15. Ah, Oh, well done. Respectable respectable score. Thanks for taking part. That's the end. Lovely stuff. That brings us to the end of the correspondence thus far. But if you want to get in touch with an Alan query, question, comment, or uh, you've taken a picture of a commemorative pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or, or a mug or a, or a, or a or mug. whatever works. Yeah, or a goblet. Yeah. Um, it's thepartridgepod at gmail.com. That's the email you'll want. If you want to send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepartridgepod. And Twitter, you guessed it, at thepartridgepod. Please do get in touch. We're going to be back with a proper full episode on Wednesday, which is going to be running down Alan's origins namely all of his appearances in On The Hour and The Day To Day. Following that, we're going to be tackling Knowing Me, Knowing You, one episode at a time. Kim Ki-Wap. 
Kimki Rap. If that wasn't enough, we've also got some very exciting live news, but we're going to save it for Wednesday. So please do check out the episode we're going to be putting up in a couple of days' time. For now, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Subscribe if you haven't already, and you'll never miss an episode uh, from all of us at Monkey Tennis. Thanks again, and goodbye. Goodbye. Uh-huh. Gotta go. Monkey Tennis. Monkey tennis. Monkey tennis. Go to London. I guarantee you'll either be mugged or not appreciated. Monkey tennis. Monkey tennis. Uh, On the whole, a very good effort. Seven on ten. It's hotter than the sun. Back of the net. Monkey tennis. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.